So if it's our anniversary, how come we're not celebrating? You are Locked On A's, your daily Oakland A's podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Gather around, gather around. It is another episode of Locked On A's. I'm your host, Wayne Coy. Happy to be here, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Every day, doing it for you to give you all the athletics news and views that you can handle. And uh, thanks for being here. Appreciate that. Uh, Making us your first listen every day. We do appreciate it big time. And uh, today's episode, just so you know, is brought to you by Sleeper. Swing for the fences on Sleeper Picks. And you can win up to 100 times your money. Download the Sleeper app and use promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, and you're going to get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Now, terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for all the details. Currently operational in over 30 states, hopefully yours. Check out Sleeper today. Well, it's an anniversary, uh, as I mentioned. Today, six months. Our anniversary, six months ago, where Dave Cavill pretty much punched every A's fan right in the gut With a big announcement, the A's announcing that the team's parallel paths were parallel no more and that they were intending uh, to move to a new location, a binding agreement to purchase land right near the Las Vegas Strip on what is known as the Wild Wild West site. Now, they call it that because there used to be uh, the Wild Wild West uh, Saloon and Casino and all of that was right there on that spot, but that's long gone. Now it's a place for semi-trucks to park and Hookers to change their clothes, but it's 49 acres in Vegas, and that's hard to find. Buying the land, the A's said they were, with the intent to build a 30,000-seat retractable roof stadium. Uh, The rest of the land, the other developments that they've been talking about in Oakland, you know, shopping and restaurants and maybe even an amphitheater. According to Cavill, up until that point, Las Vegas and Oakland were on those parallel paths, but now it would be all about Las Vegas moving forward, and that was on the 20th of April, exactly six months ago. Actually, not today, but tomorrow, right? And uh, to say that it uh, didn't affect me would be would be lying. It did. I did the, the thing that you do. You know, if you're any sort of self-respecting A's fan and you live in Vegas, you hop in the hoopty and you drive over to Jose Canseco's All-Star Car Wash, who, by the way, ought to be a sponsor. Now that I think about it, I'm a, I'm going to go let them know. But anyway, Jose wasn't there. I brought my uh, my recorder down there. I wanted to get his feedback, and he wasn't around. So I left a message. I said, hey, you know, tell him Wayne said hi, right? Um, so much has happened, though, since that day. First of all, there was a quick reaction, you might remember, from Oakland Mayor Sheng Tao, who said that it was clear to her that the A's had no real intention to stay in Oakland whatsoever, and that they were using this process to try to get a better deal out of Las Vegas. And she also made it clear that she was not interested in playing that game. In fact, she said, that's my ball. I'm taking it, and I'm going home. She literally walked away from the deal at that point. I can't say that I blame her. She said she was done dealing with the A's. Now, Dave Cavill said that the plan was to have the A's play their games after their lease expires in 2024, starting in 2025 at the Las Vegas ballpark uh, in Summerlin, not too far from my crib here, which is where the AAA aviators play their games. Now, he said that construction would begin in mid to late 2024, and that was all contingent on the state of Nevada approving a $500 million financing package. Okay, And then on April 22nd, the A's announced that they would be reaching a deal with the Southern Nevada Building Trades Union to use their workers 
from the area to build the stadium. That's called kissing up to the union. That's what you do. Now, what followed those announcements were some meetings. We got together with the Nevada legislators, with Clark County, with the mayor of Las Vegas. That would be Carolyn Goodman, a whole bunch more beyond that. And uh, got the complete blessing of the governor, Joe Lombardo. In fact, he made it clear it was something he wanted to see happen. So just like that, it was kind of like, yes to Vegas and screw you to Oakland after 55 years. And let's go on to the task at hand, which is getting the bag. A big bag, $500 million in public money. And those wheels were in motion at things like, you know, getting the stadium built, uh, getting it all to pass. All of that was put right into place. It was, uh, you know, moving forward to get to an inevitable result, relocation for the A's. Or was it? You see, the Wild Wild West site is owned by Red Rock Resorts, who uh, own a big chunk of uh, station casino properties here in the region. Uh, chairman of that company is Lorenzo Fertitta. Okay, CEO of Station Casinos is Frank Fertitta, the third. Dad was Frank Fertitta Jr. He founded Station Casinos back in 1976, and then he passed away in 2009. Heck of a story, by the way. The guy was literally a casino worker, and he dug in, learned everything he could about the business, and he had this great idea, which was to Build casinos that attract locals because truth is locals don't want to be on the strip. They just don't. So it was a good idea. And boy, did it grow. Turned into a big, big company here. Well, each of the brothers hold 29% of the company's stock. The rest is owned by investors and other family members. And why is this important to the story you're asking? Well, let me tell you. Because the Fertitis have not had a warm relationship at all with the Culinary Workers Union, Local 226, 60,000 members in Nevada alone. They are the largest union in the state. Needless to say, they got a lot of sway, okay? They hold the political uh, power. Enough, in fact, to go to the A's and say, basically, hey, congrats on your potential relocation and all. You know, we heard about it and, you know, way to go. But just FYI, we don't get along with the Fertitis at all. And if you decide to proceed on your deal to buy their land, well, we're pretty much not going to be working with you. What? So now what's a billionaire looking for a few hundred mil in public money supposed to do? That's the question, right? Because that's money you're not going to get if the legislation doesn't pass. And that union could definitely influence those legislators. And then, well, it would be a darn shame if you didn't get your Vegas stadium built now, wouldn't it? Uh, what's that? Uh, yes, Mr. Fisher. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we do have a relationship with Bally's. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes, it does include the Tropicana Hotel. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's on land that Bally's leases, though, from, from GLP. You knew that. Yeah, you knew that. Uh-huh. Well, you know, we've heard that, too. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, it, it is one of the oldest Vegas hotels. And yes, I, uh -huh. I do hear that, yes, they are going to tear it down. Mm -hmm. And they're going to build something, something there. I don't know what that... What's that? Well, I just don't know. Oh, y yes. It, yes, it is a very busy location. Oh, sure. Yeah, we, we'd be happy to help. And just like that. Oh, let me hang up the phone. Just like that. It's bye-bye Wild Wild West and hello to the Tropicana site. And instead of buying and owning 49 acres, where you're going to be able to build on nine acres. That's nine, not 49. And you're not going to own it, by the way. 
Oh, and it's located behind both hotel towers and, and a casino. But, we're, you know, we're going to tear those down, right? Your backyard, that's going to be the airport. See, it didn't take too long for the wrinkles to start showing up, okay? So in early May, with the winds of change blowing in the desert, Governor Lombardo announced that a legislative package would be all set and ready to go, prepared with a deadline of May 26th. Now, he also said that the A's were looking at alternative options. Now, remember, they had a binding agreement, right? Binding. But they're looking at alternative options just in case they're not able to secure 500 million bucks in public funding. So what he really meant was, A, they won't get the votes for that much money. B, that figure is going to have to come down. C, maybe this site's more than you could actually handle if the number is lower than that because you're asking for 500. And the big hammer, see, the binding agreement wasn't so binding, okay? That's what's up with that. And I'm going to wrap up the story for you in just a minute. But first... I got to tell you what's going on here. The playoffs, they are they're underway. They are exciting to say the least. They're rocking, they're rolling, they're slopping, they're strolling. And that means that the clock is ticking on your chance to win 100 times your cash on daily fantasy baseball. You're looking at all these studs that are on the field like, like Bryce Harper and Zach Gallen and Marcus Semien and Jose Altuve. And you want to get involved in that action, right? Pick more or less on stats for these stars like home runs. Hits, strikeouts, uh, walks, all of it is included. Pick whatever you like and more for up to 100 times payout on Sleeper. Get your picks right and you could win big. Entries can be made in under a minute or two, which is great. Use promo code Locked On, and you're going to get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Okay, so the A switch locations, and in the process... They lost 49 acres that would have had those shops, and those offices, and those restaurants, and all that entertainment, and a ballpark, place for Stomper to sleep. Sounds kind of like Howard Terminal, right? Minus the water, you know, and the great view. And a 55-year tradition of baseball in the East Bay. But, you know, other than that, it's a postage stamp. It's a trop in Las Vegas Boulevard, and you don't own it. So what about the money? Well, it dropped, of course. The new desired amount in public funding was now $395 million, which quickly became $380 million. Sounds more doable than the five hundred, right? Plus, you know, we lost 40 of the 49 acres with the switch, so we're not going to need as much. So, okay, when do we vote? Well, Governor Lombardo's promise that the bill and the package would be ready by May 26th happened. And true to the oath... It was State Bill 509 or SB 509 presented and heard on May 29th by the Senate Finance Committee and the Assembly Ways and Means Committee. And about that vote, well, there wasn't one. The legislative session adjourned with no vote. So enter our governor again. Here comes Joe Lombardo, who calls a special session that would focus on that bill alone. That's how important it was to him. And moving forward, we're going to change the name of the bill because you have to. It's now Senate Bill 1, if you're following along. Okay, now that bill was presented. It was debated. It was tweaked. It was tweaked again. And it was tweaked again, like we did last summer. Well, then it passed, despite, like, extremely strong opposition and public opinion and the polls that are showing consistently about around 80% 
of Nevadans opposed to the use of public funds to build a stadium for the Oakland A's and their billionaire owner, John Fisher. $380 million. There's for the taking. School districts be damned. And that's where we are six months later. And there's a possibility that a, a measure that's been sponsored by the schools and well, not the schools. It's actually a PAC. It's called Schools Over Stadiums, but it's about education. They're trying to get it on the ballot statewide, and that could overrule the decision to greenlight the money, but it's not likely. So six months since that big news landed, and my throat's finally healed from the throat punch that that was, all that stands in the way of it becoming reality is a vote, a different kind of vote, a relocation vote by the other Major League Baseball owners. And you need 75% approval if you'd like it to pass. And I know you would, if you're them. The Oakland A's, I mean. And that's expected to take place at the November owners' meetings, which are, I think, in Arlington, Texas. So what did Tom Petty say? He said, he said the waiting is the hardest part. Actually, he said, the waiting is, is the hardest part. Well, he wasn't kidding about that. I know that was more Bob Dylan than Tom Petty. Waiting. <laughs> anyway, that's where we're at six months on, and uh, we'll have to see where it all goes. Again, it's sort of out of our control. Are you ready to go fantasy player shopping? You want to change the subject? I do too. And we've got one playoff team's roster left of plunder. I'll tell you who that is, and we'll do it in just a minute. But everybody ought to be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. And that's why Jace Medical offers the Jace case. The Jace case is in your face, and it provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use. And it gives you peace of mind. So you're not just hoping that you've got access to that medication in an emergency. It's for reals. Jace Medical making sure that you got the medication right there in your hand. And it's very simple. They handle everything from the online evaluation to the licensed pharmacy medication delivery and the ongoing consultation and care. You get sick. You don't know what to do. You start panicking a bit. Well, you can count on Jace to be there. They're going to ask you all those pertinent questions, kind of dial in on what's up with you, and then make sure that your Jace case includes the antibiotics that are most likely to get you back to where you need to be, which is health. And again, you don't want to get caught unprepared when it comes to your health. It's very important. Understand that. JaceMedical.com for all the details when you get there. The Jace case. You're going to be able to get a discount just for listening to Locked On A's. And then get ready so that when it happens, and it will, you're ready to take it on full time with Jace Medical. Well, here we are, and we're talking about the playoffs. Playoffs? And the two LCS games that are happening uh well, let's, let's tell you what happened today, first of all. In Phoenix, Diamondbacks uh, get a 2-1 to win over the Phillies in Game 3. That was what you call nail-biter, right? Ends in a walk-off, which is awesome. Game 4 of a possible 7 will be tomorrow at 5.07 Pacific. And that'll be at Chase Field in Arizona. Uh, and right now, by the way, Arizona's trailing in that series two games to one, so it's an opportunity for them to tie it up. In the American League, it's crazy. The road teams have actually won every single game. In fact, the home teams have never had a lead the entire series long. Houston won their second straight in Arlington, 10-3 over the Rangers. And now that series is tied at two games each. 
Game five, it's a rematch of game one in terms of the pitching. It's Verlander against Montgomery, and that'll happen tomorrow, 2.07 Pacific time for the first pitch. So since our A's are home and they're licking their wounds from a 50 and 112 last place season, you got to have some fun somehow, right? So we got a little creative and we came up with this idea and we've been doing it all week and it's been a ton of fun and I love the feedback too. Thanks to keep that coming. Every day this week, we've been picking a position player and a pitcher, one of each, that if we could add to the Oakland A's roster, well, we would, okay? So today it's the Philadelphia Phillies that are on the grill and I've made my choices. Picking a position player, first of all, is kind of tough when you're talking about the Phillies because let's be honest, this team is stacked, right? So how could you go wrong with Bryce Harper or Kyle Schwarber or Nikki Two Bags? Uh, you can't, right? Castellanos has just been on fire. Well, because I believe that you need help at third base if you're the Oakland A's, and boy, have I said that time or two. Oh, by the way, quick uh, aside, I know that I said Corey Seager was a third baseman. He has played some third, but you're right. To be fair, he's primarily a shortstop, and we should probably think of him that way. So we'll, we'll leave him off a third, and we'll give Nick Allen some competition in short, okay? <laughs> but today for the Phillies, I'm going to take Alec Bohm. And the reason why is because he's a great third baseman, and he also plays first. You know, every now and again, Ryan Noda's going to need a day off, right? OPS 764 this year. 20 homers, 97 ribbies. And of course, the cherry on top is he's from Omaha, Nebraska. And you're thinking, I'm sure, well, why is that a cherry, Wayne? Well, the, the answer is because I lived in Omaha and I did a little radio morning show there. Shout out, Sweet 98. Starting in 1998, and I stayed there till about uh, 2002 when I moved to Tucson. So think about that. Alec was like a two-year-old when I got there. And... <laughs> Maybe first grade, kindergarten, when I left. So his parents probably listened to my show. But regardless, I love it. It's Omaha. And Alec, I choose you, man. As far as a pitcher goes, give me the big lefty from Venezuela. 245-pounder El Pocho, Jose Alvarado. He has proven to be so good in those high-leverage situations. A lot of pressure. No problem for Jose. I mean, he'll come in with the bases loaded. Winning run at the plate, doesn't matter. He gets you the outs. He's a setup guy for the Phillies. I understand that. But he could totally be the A's closer, right? And Trevor May's gone. Remember, he made that announcement. He's retired. So we need a closer. Plus, he makes these really cool beaded necklaces for everybody. I don't know if you've seen those, but he's like the clubhouse jeweler. I want one of those. So I could probably get one if he was on the team and I picked him, right? Well, and it doesn't suck that he throws a 100-mile-an-hour sinker and a sick cutter, too. So most of all, I just love his passion. I mean, that's really the reason for the pick. So emotional. He plays with fire. You can see the determination on his, on his face when he's in the middle of pitching. It's right there. So I would love to have him in Oakland. And you know what? Sorry, Phillies, because I probably just broke your heart, but uh, I'm going to put him in green and gold. I think that's where he belongs. So if it's okay with you, I pick him. Jose Alvarado is now an Oakland A in my fantasy world. Okay, so what about you? Pick a Philly. I know there's a bunch of great choices. Just let me know in the comment section, YouTube, or if you want, you can uh, just send us a, a tweet. At Locked on A's is the, is the handle. But who would you pick? Got to take a Philly position player and a Philly pitcher, okay? Our fantasy A's. 
coming true right before our very eyes. Now, tomorrow's show on Friday, we're out of teams, so we're going to move on to our final category, which is manager. Okay, out of all of those four teams, which manager would you like to see calling the shots for the A's? Hey, maybe you're, you know, you're good with Mark Kotze. But what if you're not? What if you want to pick one of these four guys? And boy, do you got competition. We won't get into it now. We'll save it for tomorrow. But thanks for being here. You made it to the very end of today's episode. So if you can, make sure that you like and subscribe. Sounds a bit cliche, but it really is important. Let us know, of course, that you like the show. We can grow the channel. And if you subscribe, then uh, you won't miss a beat. I mean, there's a new episode. You're going to know about it. Locked on A's, great to have you on board and always great to talk about our baseball team. Hope to see you next time here at Locked on A's. Have yourself a great day. I'm Wayne Coy. Thanks for being here. And until next time, keep on swinging.